All right, what's up, folks? <clears throat> this is uh again. Sorry about the irregularity, but <laughs> life is hectic, and I'm trying to keep up. Uh, <clears throat> I've made a lot of references through these podcasts and articles about the moon landing and, and other such things without ever really explaining my position. So. This is called The Moon Landing, Our National Disgrace. I've alluded to my feelings on the moon landings in several posts. Today, I'm making my case that there's no fucking way we went to the moon. I happen to also believe in the model of our world that was adopted by every single religion and people on Earth. But I'll save that for the next one. My whole life, I have been a huge NASA fanboy. I mean, uh, yeah, I loved NASA. I loved space. Due to some luck and bad luck, I got to go to space camp as a kid in Florida. I had spent a year stuck at home under a severe medical condition. I was a temporary hemophiliac. My step-grandparents that lived in Florida and were well off offered to have me to Florida for a month, two weeks of which were to be spent at space camp. I have a flight suit and a cheap set of wings from the experience. We got to play in a lot of the simulators. The simulator that simulates the one-sixth gravity of the moon is a spring-loaded walking harness. My steps would take me some 10 feet off the ground. I realized I was in a special group when several of the fellow campers were, well, well, they were just straight junior geniuses. I was chastised for failing to speed read at 12 years old. I'll never forget the experience and am well aware of the exclusive nature of it. Not everyone has an over-the-top abusive stepdad who has parents that were so much better and nice to me. Frank, my step-grandpa, was a bad father for sure. The results speak for themselves. As a grandpa to a fragile and scared kid, he was a great man. I regret losing contact with everything related to my stepdad when... When Frank recently passed, it, I took it extremely hard. Uh, they finished the service off with a clip show of his life. Um, I probably watched 45 show, pictures. I wasn't in a single one of them. Um, I left the service quietly and crying. Focus, Baker. Anyways, so I took my love of space and the technology with me well into adulthood. I've always loved the space programs on the cable channels. I watched everything. Black holes, galaxies, pulsars, exploding stars, etc. All of it was the coolest stuff I could dream of, and I never missed a chance to see the TV scientists. In my early 20s, I started to notice things I couldn't reckon. I noticed that everything on the Discovery Channel, while beautiful, it was animated. With Hubble and the like, I was curious why so much animation. I was always looking for a digestible explanation for the Big Bang. The TV shows just confused me more and convinced me that they had no fucking clue what they were talking about. The Big Bang was a stumbling block I could not overcome. The mainstream theory is just too fucking fantastical and far-flung to be taken seriously. 
They have to totally reject all known laws of the conservation of energy. They invented a theory called inflation to describe the way all the mass in the universe was exploded beyond all reason, like beyond the speed of light, you know. It then immediately became an expansion of matter that only needed one miracle to overcome the inflation that begins the theory. So we have gravity and inflation mixed with the explosion of a compressed universe for no fucking apparent reason. Uh, yeah, they have never been able to explain why. Why was all of the universe's matter crushed into the size of a pin? And what gives them the, the, the right to even make that claim? And then in an instant, it it, it exploded in, into um, speeds that they can't account for. So they just make up a word to explain it, inflation. And then gravity takes it from there. Horse shit, people. <laughs> yeah. It then immediately became an expansion of matter that only needed one miracle to overcome the inflation that began the theory. So we have gravity inflation. I'm losing my focus. I'm losing my focus. The moon. Okay. So stay focused. The moon. So in like 1963 or 60, 62 or 63, JFK promised we would go to the moon in a decade. This was clearly high ambitions, and we will never know if he actually thought we could or if it was an inspirational speech about the capabilities of a world not mired in a cold war. Regardless, he was no rocket scientist and perhaps was given some bullshit about our capabilities. He passed away before they could even begin, as far as I know. Rocket research was in full swing, but it was for nukes, not people. Uh, certainly not going to the moon. <clears throat> I'm going to follow this article up with a few documentaries. One called, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. The other is, Astronauts Gone Wild. These two documentaries are a great primer into the subject. You get to see a likely hammered Buzz Aldrin sock the producer. Both are produced by a fellow named Bart Sibrel. That said, I have plenty of reason to know that 1969 was no more special a year for space than any other. The original three astronauts were actually killed in a simulator three, two or three years prior to liftoff. The very day they died, Grisham, the captain, hung a lemon from the lunar lander. That was a sign saying, this is a lemon. That day, they were in a sealed container with bolts and gaskets sealed the tin cans so as to be utterly without a safety contingency for fire. They pressurized the cabin with a pure oxygen atmosphere. A spark lit the O2, and the real OGs died in a horrific fucking death of burning alive while the nasa suits watched from that point on astronauts kept their fucking mouths shut these were celebrated men that history has forgotten i got this from a website quote the holocaust on pad 34 which set the u.s moon program back perhaps months uh, losing your fucking uh your first string uh team only set you back a couple months <laughs> whatever virgil l grissom 40 years 40 
40 years old, hero of the Mercury and Gemini programs that blazed the first American trails in space. Edward H. White II, 36, first U.S. astronaut to leave this ship, his ship and become a human satellite. Roger B. Caffey, 31, a fledgling spaceman looking forward to his first mission. Unquote. And then on my website, living-california.com, you can see a picture of these fellows that you've probably never heard of. There's plenty of video of Armstrong trying to manipulate the landing vessel on Earth and never successfully landed it. There's video of him ejecting out several times with no footage that looks confident enough for the fucking moon. Use a good search engine and look up rocket fails. A lot of these dick-shaped bombs just explode before going anywhere. Some get airborne and then explode. There's a 30-minute mashup of just rocket explosions. The father of NASA... Mr. Nazi Operation Paperclip, Werner von Braun, made a prediction in the fucking 50s that to get to the moon, the vessel would be the size of the two Empire State Buildings as, you know, separate fucking, uh, um, uh, uh, rocket motors, uh, and then a full nother fucking, like, building that size with, with, with the rest of the fuel. Did you guys see, I, I, I don't know, uh, the, um, the fucking Apollo mission, what, what the, uh, things sure as shit didn't look like the Empire State Building to me. Um, but anyways, so the story goes, in the 1960s, with the computing power of a calculator, the technology originally purposed for terrestrial bombing was so improved on from the V-2 in 1945 to a rocket capable of a nine-day journey with the ability to detach a separate vessel to actually land on the moon and take back off from the moon and link up with the craft orbiting the moon at thousands of miles an hour. Just saying that out loud just sounds so fucking ridiculous. Just the craft that moved them from the main vessel to the moon and have the ability to launch and relink is incredible. It's said to have landed on a spinning hurling rock with nothing but tiny amounts of energy from rockets to slow down thousands of miles without losing consciousness from G-force. <clears throat> then they made their famous The Eagle Has Landed with a single rocket engine from the bottom of the craft. Small boosters to maintain level. What slowed them down? The moon has no atmosphere. They would have had to drop their speed by thousands of miles an hour to a dead stop with only rockets. Safely slowing down would have taken a week or more without liquefying them from the fucking G-force. Same with their incredible gain of speed to catch up with Collins in the orbiting craft. Then they spent three days gallivanting around the moon, acting like children, not scared out of their minds and so focused that they see only the project before them, laughing and horsing around. They then stayed on the moon in the light, which is a comfy 300 fucking degrees Fahrenheit or so. The 10-foot-tall moonwalks I did as a kid are nowhere to be found. These men were supposedly one-sixth gravity from Earth. Even with double their weight, they should have been soaring like six feet up on a jump. 
Nothing like that. The photographic evidence has been so thoroughly debunked, it's embarrassing. I prefer not to harp on it, the ridiculous pictures and film that survived even oven temps and radiation that should have made every astronaut a fucking corpse. The missions are easily debunked by the technology alone. It simply didn't, doesn't exist. Three days in a suit that you can't take off or put on in the tiny tin can they claim to be in, a way to keep from cooking without the ability to use any conventional methods for air conditioning. Conventional air conditioning requires an atmosphere. Nine days total in an aluminum can at 300 degrees is impossible to explain. The idea that it was achieved in the 1960s with batteries is ludicrous. I don't need to debunk pictures or find documents. I work in the industry and I know exactly the mechanisms for air conditioning. It requires that heat be absorbed by a medium and moved where it can be released by a fan. Furthermore, the best schematic I have seen for the spaceships show two 100 amp breakers controlling the power load on the ship. If the temp control alone took up half that, which is insane, it would need a whole lot more and brand new concept for cooling or removing heat. What powered the rest of their wireless suits and gadgets? Yeah. Wireless suits, man, for three days. Fucking on batteries? No fucking way. There have been times when knowledge has been lost and progress undone. Not usually on purpose, though. They didn't have any of the official tapes from the moon missions. They got rid of all of it to save space. Now, when asked if we can go back, they say the technology has been lost and would be a painful process to rebuild. What the fuck? So how did they get it done in the 60s? As to the ton or so of rubbish they brought back, some moon rock we gave some country in Europe tested it and found it was petrified fucking wood. The Cold War was blaring, and the U.S. and USSR just decide to cooperate on the most cutting-edge science around, a science that, if understood and controlled, could be weaponized with ease. You really believe this nonsensical bullshit? The Cold War was a scam to brutalize the Soviet people and crush our republic. Done and done. So that's where the story pretty much ends. They just stopped going to the moon and now pretend to float some 200 miles above us in a constant state of freefall. It's quite likely that the moon isn't even fucking physical. It could be plasma. You can see stars through it sometimes. The only thing I know about the moon is that it's never had human beings get anywhere close to it. Continuing this canard makes us look incredibly stupid and arrogant to the rest of humanity. Sure, in the 60s, people were skeptical, but hey, it was on TV. Polls at the time showed a quarter of the U.S. knew it was fake the time it happened. They would whittle that down to a paltry 6% of the population disbelieving the moon missions in the 90s. With the explosion in information from the internet, it's a joke and a national disgrace today. The only people still holding on are boomers, who are in dementia, and the low IQ folks who can't think for shit. The US and the Soviets should apologize to the world for trying to disprove God. 
give credence to Darwin, and enslave the products of Earth under the pretense that we are nothing. All astronauts are Masons. All of them. Watch the press conference held when they got back. The first people to go to the moon act as if, as if they were embarrassed by it, not proud. Armstrong refused to even play the role unless absolutely necessary. Good old buzzed buzz. He was the biggest moon whore and had the least integrity of them all. <laughs> Mars missions, Shatner in space, and on and on. This will be such a bizarre time to write about for historians. A time of accepted and protected lies and nonsense, all to hold up the honor, so to speak, of a dishonorable and disgusting lie. If you track the independent science going on about heliocentric and traditionally accepted and taken on their face the shape of the Earth theories, the moon landings hastened the debate overnight. It was a very, yeah. Up until the 50s, it was still, you know, very much debated whether we were living on a flat earth or a fucking ball. <clears throat> Gravity is the stand-in for God when all else fails to explain anything relating to our insane, aimless, and hurling apart universe with greater, not less momentum every day. Gravity blew the universe into existence and then after developing mass, it took the rest of the time off. <laughs> We'll talk Flat Earth next time. The way I found the Flat Earth was when I disproved the moon landing. Gotta follow a sequence. Use your heads, people. Think about what they are asking you to take on faith. Faith in a corrupt, disgusting, Luciferian cult, mind you. We can't check any of their work because they misplaced some tens of thousands of containers of information and plans. These lunatics haven't been able to explore the entire terrestrial world yet, and we believe they have invaded the heavens. Fucking please. <clears throat> and if you go to my website, living-california.com, at the bottom of the article, uh, Moon, a National Disgrace, um, you'll find two documentaries. One is called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to to the moon and the other one's called astronauts gone wild they were both produced by a fellow named uh uh sibril sibril and in 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 anyways uh one of the movies he goes around asking the astronauts to swear on the bible that they walked on the moon two out of like eight do and they make it very clear that they don't have any respect for the bible so they don't give a fuck Again, these are Masons. Um, six refused. And so, Mason or not, they still weren't willing to fucking uh, swear on the Bible. NASA is a is a is is a um, it's it's a it's it's a dark money project where they they fund black ops. Okay. They give us pretty pictures and children's programming in exchange for something like $20 million a day in tax money. What do you think they're doing with this money? They're not doing science. And they sure as fuck aren't fucking just looping around the earth at 
200 miles up. Give me a break. The space station, this is something to consider, okay? Exploration has been uh, a human thing, a European thing, since the dawn of time. Europeans especially, uh, you know, we... We took it upon ourselves to try to explore the whole freaking earth and map the entire earth. And it cost untold lives. Not one single life was lost in any of the moon missions. They had one mission go a little bit sideways, according to them, and they cut off the fucking... uh, the missions completely. The truth was that the TV ratings were showing that the public didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck about the moon missions when the world down here was falling apart. And, you know, how the fuck could we do this? And the only deaths involved happened in a simulator right here on Earth. I mean, space is the most fucking caustic environment known to man. According to them, it's absolutely drenched in fucking uh, horrific fucking radiation. Uh, little micro-meteoroids that can fucking blow a hole through your fucking space vessel and kill you like fucking like that. And nobody cares. You see these douchebags up on the motherfucking space station singing fucking songs and playing the guitar? What the fuck, dude? People on, you know, sailing ships for the new world were taking their job much more seriously than these fucking losers that claim to have gone to the fucking moon and that they are circling the earth, uh, in orbit, in constant falling, but fucking whatever. It's nonsense. This is not science. It may, you know, maybe it was the beginning of, you know, really just destroying our relationship with science and any understanding of it at all. But the moon landing is so. It's just so fucking lame. It never happened. It never happened. They wasted fucking billions of dollars to make a movie. And Stanley Kubrick probably made the movie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, after 2001, A Space Odyssey, they got to see, hey, maybe we can do this. They never really realized that we would have the technology to go back and have even better editing fucking software for free off the internet than they could come up with, you know, at any price in the 1960s. Their pictures are bullshit. That straight up. Uh, When I was at space camp doing the simulators... They supposedly did. It, you, you, your spacewalk 
was more like a bounce. You would bounce from one foot and you would go like 12 feet before you hit the ground again. That's what, you know, taking your body weight down uh, to a sixth of what it normally is will do. But you see no such thing in any of the fucking footage from the moon. The first footage, uh, there is no, no, there is no change in gravity. Those motherfuckers don't get more than 18 inches off the ground, and I'm sorry, but that's something you can do right here on Earth. Um, as the missions moved along, they incorporated wires, and they, they really made them look worse. These, these, the, the, the later, uh, footage it looks worse these guys look like they're connected to cables and they're being helped along and they get stuck sometimes because the fucking cable operators are like out to lunch um there's also an australian woman uh this thing got uh so (sighs) they did all kinds of weird things with the uh with the with the signal getting it you know to the supposed spaceship and back and when it came back to Earth, it came back to Australia. And so some of the first people that got to see this uh, were in Australia. And I've heard stories of people seeing Coca-Cola bottles on the fucking set that night. The night that it aired live. Um, and then they've been scrubbed out. Um after the fact but um it's been confirmed by multiple sources how the fuck did a coca-cola bottle get to the moon (laughs) and for that matter how did a human being get to the moon you know i work in air conditioning it's absolutely impossible to condition an atmosphere when there is no atmosphere okay that's that air conditioning it absorbs heat through a chemical a chemical with a very low boiling point and it takes it outside runs it through a a, a coil of tubes and blows that heat off into the outside where it doesn't matter it is just picking up heat from inside and taking it outside where it doesn't matter where there's no atmosphere to deal with, no air, no. How in the fuck did they keep themselves cool over a nine day period in a tin can at 300 degrees? And then you take the radiation into, into account. From what I've heard, to survive the Van Ellen radiation belts, which I don't really. I don't, I don't know if they exist or not. But if they do, and scientists say that they do, you'd need something like fucking two feet of lead surrounding you to protect you from this radiation, which would make you incredibly heavy and probably not likely to go to space. So, the moon mission was a fucking joke. Um... It's it's nothing more than this conspiracy against God. 
and uh, in creative design. That's it. They wanted to prove to you that evolution was true, that you were nothing but a fucking speck of dust that just happened to accidentally come together by billions of very, very fortunate accidents. That's all it was. That's all it remains today. And that's all what science trademark is is about today. You know? Making themselves gods. Disproving God. They can't disprove God. They want to be God. Well, I say no more. So that this is it. Uh, a lot of people have given up on things like the moon landing as just impossible to find the truth on. But no, no people. No, 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 no. The, the evidence that we went to the moon is so fucking piss poor as to be useless. The evidence that we didn't go to the moon is so abundant that it cannot be ignored. And so that's where we're at. You want to be a sucker? You want to believe that this government's got got fucking spaceships and, you know, we're on the verge of Star Wars? (laughs) Believe what you want to believe. But I know for a fucking fact that nobody's ever been to the moon. There's no space rover on Mars. And everything that NASA says is a lie. And y'all take care and try to prove me wrong. <laughs>